Welcome back, everybody, for week four of the NFL season's AFC's coverage here by NAFCO. Our sponsors today is West PA Systems, your 21st century electrical build contractor, and Dakota, the Dubois Area Council in the Arts. I'm Perry Langell. I have with me Paul Gerritsen and Jeff Kelly here. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Um, there's been a heck of a lot of COVID news, as we predicted last week. Some of our predictions came out right. I'll give Paul Gerritsen credit for that with the Steelers-Titans game. And um, but So over to our victor on that prediction, Paul Gerritsen. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Perry. Um, yeah, predictions are unfortunately really bad. Uh, bad things are happening. Uh, we have nine players in Tennessee Titans who are positive. We have nine player personnel, which means ball boy all the way to coaches. And really, uh, their game was canceled, and the game next week is in jeopardy if one more person on this spread shows positive tomorrow morning. That means there's no game on Sunday for the Tennessee Titans and the Buffalo Bills. So that, that hits us at home. Um, we had the Patriots tonight and the Kansas, Kansas City um, is both had a player in each team uh, show positive COVID. Now, what, what does that mean? Uh, let me throw this back at you. Why is there not a spread on New England? Why is it not like Tennessee Titans? Um, my guess is that we have a selfish player, um, Cam Newton, who's out and about and making himself, you know, vulnerable to the virus. And it's not the team. The team is committed, but Cam is not. And that's where I'm going with this. What do you guys think? It's hard to say. I, I think that Cam has always done his own thing throughout his career in a lot of ways. It's unlike Belichick to not be able to contain that player once he brings him in. And you see what he wears. Yeah, well, that's where I'm getting at. That's actually the image I had in my head as I said that. Um, Cam, I, I agree, though, that his, during his career he's done that. Belichick, though, has always been able to for the most part, tame these players. I mean, look at Randy Moss, for instance. There was only one incident that they had with Randy Moss, and then life moved on. Maybe this is that incident with Cam. Um, but there again, too, I mean, it's also hard to say because anything can happen with this. Uh, you know, I mean, it could have just been that his – I don't know if he's got children or not. I don't know that much about his home life. But may, maybe he had a kid school and he came back from school positive for COVID and spread it. You know, the, or, you know, children are really bad for that. You know, they're just um, – Well, you, disease you manifestations. have 4,000 people in the NFL all basically behaving. I, I, I'm thinking Cam is not behaving. Um, I, I think Cam is being Cam. He's being selfish and he's jeopardizing his team's future. Um, I, think, I think everybody else think is playing was, by the rules. I think he was scared to face Mahomes. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. That could be a good point. <laughs> yeah, he's making $49.5 million more this year than Cam. <laughs> 
All right. Um, we uh, wrap up this COVID stuff. Uh, Buffalo may not play because Tennessee is getting whatever. So uh, my picks will be, you know, I, I'm going to pick what I'm going to pick. Um, let's talk about what New England did or going to do. Um, you're going to have Hoyle, Hoyer, I'm sorry, um, start tonight uh, instead of Stedman. Yeah, that is weird. I'm looking at that too here. I, I don't see why you would go with Hoyer. Maybe I wonder if you're, they're looking at sharing it at halftime. Because, I mean, everything this offseason was going to have Stidham be the starting quarterback for the Patriots this year. Hoyer was never in that conversation. I mean, Hoyer was always thought of as brought on to sort of be a um, a veteran mind that understood the system that could, you know, be kind of a peer, that, that leader peer to, um, to, to Stidham. And to have Hoyer now – Running, you know, running this offense tonight well, doesn't really compute to me. Well, do do you think that uh, Hoyer was actually drafted by New England in 2009, dropped, re-signed in 2000, what, 16, 17? Yeah, yeah. Dropped, no, he, and now he's back again. I mean, he's been a New England dude. I mean, he's been on this team three yeah. times. Yeah, and it's one of those deals where he understands the system. He's never been the starter. Brady's always liked him. That's part of why he's been there is, is Tom Brady liked it. The Garoppolo mess is what brought him back for that second stint because they already had that previous relationship. It's who Brady wanted underneath him because he wasn't yeah. intimidating to Brady that right. he was going to take right. over the role well, like Garoppolo was. I agree. And um, uh, so that's Nels what Stedman. happened with Hoyer. Now, Stedman? Do you think Oprah's going to be pissed? I mean, that's her man. Do you think she has some pull Jarrett with Stidham is Goodell? Jarrett Stidham has a thing with Oprah? No, it's Stedman. Come on, man. Oprah's boyfriend, yeah. It's Oprah's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? I, Stidman. Do you think she has any influence on a decision? Stidman. Stidman, Paul, not Stedman. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. My, I, I thought it was Stedman. Okay. <laughs> okay, I I see. I don't follow the life of Oprah that much. Uh, are you married? The only reason I'm not married. That's probably okay. why. Okay, this is said there. Stuff. said there. The only reason that Hoyer's starting tonight is because he has a better relationship with the offensive coordinator in the system, and it's kind of the same thing. Why the Dolphins haven't started Tua yet? Because why are you going to put your new draft pick out there to look like a fool? You know, mm. you put, you put, uh, you know, Hoyer out there and let him kind of take the beating because you don't right. want to demoralize your high draft pick, especially against Kansas city. Well, here, here's the deal. The line for the game opened at 10.5 when cam was playing. Guess what the line is now? Like 21. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. The line is the same. Hmm. It's Deadman, sorry, Oprah, and Hoyle. We're playing. Doesn't matter. You're we'll just camp. slaughtering all these names. Now you call them Hoyle. I'm looking at the poker card. Hoyle card. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but the line is not moved. Does, 
it doesn't depend. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter who's quarterback at, at New England. It, it's it's ten point five the whole time. So that's weird. That is very weird. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess they just figure it's going to be all ground game anyway from New England. Maybe that's the logic that Vegas is taking towards it. But is White playing? Well, you know, that's a good thing that I'm going to actually look that up right now. We can keep talking, but, uh, well, James, White, I'm looking it up because this has been, you know, with the passing of his father, all that. We've talked the last couple episodes yeah. about, yeah. you know, his family stuff that's been going on. I'm not no. sure if his bereavement is over. Hmm. So, Jeff, what do you think? Do you think Casey's has a shot in this game? Think you know? You know it it, it kind of sucks with NFL fans that are going to see a matchup they wanted to see yesterday. I know, I know. But kind but it's kind of good because now you have two games tonight. You know. Um, well, we know Cam can't play next week. Right. His next game, I I don't know who they play. Who who, who does New England play next week? I I don't know. Oh, I'll bring that up. I haven't really seen anything about Belichick really being pissed off that came about it, uh, but he never does. He never calls his players out and never has. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has to be disappointed, but like I've said previous episodes, that he can do whatever he has to with the players that he's given. You know, he's all he's all about game planning and doing what he has to do to adjust. So. Yeah. Well, okay, let's go this with. Uh, but I but I am Robert I'm, Let's I'm, do this with Robert. What's the over and under with Robert Kraft getting busted again? I think two more times. <laughs> you think he'll get busted two more times? Two more times. Because he didn't learn his lesson. Is that what you're trying to say? No, he, he's up, he has enough money to get himself out of things. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Um, so, by the way, update on that James White thing. It looks, from the information I'm seeing, it looks like it's a little unclear. Looks like he is playing tonight. Um, also with the Patriots next weekend, they're playing the Broncos. So at at home, so that's an easy win for the Patriots next week. We're not really doing picks yet, but you're asking about that. So, and I believe that Cam could be starting next week with, um, if he, as long as he can get two negative tests in by that time. Now, if if he's symptomatic, it's 14 days. If he's non-symptomatic and it's it's two tests like you said so if okay. he has a runny yeah. nose and fever uh he's, he's gone two games yeah they're saying they're saying he's asymptomatic okay good for him currently all right good deal uh any more comments about uh, the new england patriots well, I'm looking forward to watching the game. I have it pulled up on my computer right now. I'm looking in the background here. I'm looking forward to watching it, but it's very weird times we're living in. And I, like I, I stick with my call last week that I don't see the Patriots winning this game. I don't think I disagree with you that it's the changing of the guard. I just think that this is going to be um a team that is not ready for that yet in the, at this point in time in the maturity as a well, team Well the issue is that this year New England will be tuned to tonight and with Cam out playing next week uh possibly tune 3 so, Tune 3 it, that one's more debatable though cuz you're playing the Broncos at home I I understand that but yeah it's possibility we'll see how tonight goes 
All right, man. Um, if you want to go on the Jets and just brush that, um, I'd like to talk about the Jets and Giants are a mirror team. Basically, they're both missing their hot shot running backs. Um, you know, are they fighting for a first round pick? Are they, are they going to get that guy from Clemson? I mean, what do you guys think about this? I mean, I was it, wasn't Sam Darnold a pretty high pick? He was a top five pick, wasn't he? Well, well, I'm not talking about the quarterback. I'm talking about Barkley last year, and I'm talking about um, Bell. What I'm saying is, five million dollars a year running back. The Jets have gone through how many quarterbacks and still lose? Is it is it the team or is it the coach? Is it the team or is it the coach? We talked last week about how long Gase is going to last. Yeah, Um, I I mean mean, the players are the coach. Yeah, you're a coach's team, you know. We talked about, uh, well, the Houston guy's gone, right? So, O'Brien, uh, Bill O'Brien's gone. So, I thought, you know, Case was going to go be the first coach gone, but it's not. It's Bill O'Brien. But that's a, a different pod show. But, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Um, the Jets and Giants, uh, 31-32, worst team in the league. Tell me someone's worse than that. They're, hey, the New York teams, you know I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Perry? Who's worse than the Jets and the Giants? Oh, no, I think they're the worst, but I think the Jets are worse than the Giants by a lot. Well, you get Bell back in like two weeks, so. Uh, yeah. What's the deal with Barkley? You were trying to tell me he's ACL, out. Like, gone. Eight, oh, oh, that that's a big one. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, when, you, when you, all you have is one running back as your team. You rely on that guy way too much, and then you're kind of bound to have these issues. I mean, he's not a superhuman. He's a great running back, but he's it's not like you know he's genetically still human. And when you, you're taking these NFL-level hits virtually darn near every play for that franchise when they have got – and they have, like, no good offensive line either, so he didn't, didn't have that to rely on. But the Jets, I think Bell is coming to a head there because I think you're finding out that his time in Pittsburgh, he relied a lot on having great offensive line talent. Yeah, Yeah. and, you know, we praise him for his ability to wait and wait for the seam to break. But the thing is, now he's with the Jets, he waits and there is no seam. So I I don't even know if it helps. Right team. I mean, he did. Yeah, I, I don't think that the Jets are going to really do much better. Also, Gase and him aren't getting along. There's just not the chemistry. I, I don't think it's going to help a lot. Team down though, Perry. How many times can I tear a team down? It yeah, can go I mean, the rest of the season. Like I think they're going to go 0 and 16. <laughs> yeah. Le'Veon, uh, Le'Veon Bell was a pain in the ass for Pittsburgh too, though. Yeah, yeah, but there was a there was the rest of the team, and Mike Tomlin's not Adam Gase. No, he's not. So good point in that. So, all right, guys. Um, all right, screw the Jets. Well, let's let's take the pickup truck back up and uh, go forward and roll over them. Yeah. So the Jets this week though they're they're playing. Hey, why are you bringing up, you're just comparing them because they're playing the Cardinals this weekend. Yeah, well, okay. Cardinals. All right, we'll get to that. Week, but we'll yeah. get to that later. But yeah, it was 37-28 Broncos won at yeah. in New York. So, that one not so hot. But so did you want to move on to the Dolphins there? 
Let's go and uh, make fun of the Dolphins. Actually, I'm not making fun of the Dolphins. The Dolphins team are good. Um, I mean, the Jets are going south. Mime is going up. Um, I, I think it's two at a time. You need to start breaking this guy in as you're losing games. Well, let me let me break let me break down the game real quick, and then we'll get into the Tua talk because there was a lot of talk today, you know, in the uh, social media. Um, five field goals, five field goals. That means you had five chances for touchdowns. You got when five field goals. When you're playing Seattle, you don't do field goals. You go. There's and- a huge difference between three points and, and seven points. That's all the Bills beat the Oakland. And then you have a breakdown right before halftime, which you could have went into the locker room down one point, and instead you're down by nine, you know. So that's kind of maybe some coaching, lack of camaraderie. I don't know what it is, but still. Fitz but had five him there. Fitz had him there Fitzy. to the last five minutes of the game. Fitzy, Fitzy you takes won the game ball. up to the last five minutes. Fitzy's taking all the responsibility. You can't get in the red zone. You have to be a quarterback and get touchdowns. And he's taking responsibility yeah. for that. Well, um, you, know, you know he blows up after four games, right? He what? You know he blows up after four games. Fitz. Yeah, I mean, well, we he showed talk, a little bit of it. Well, we talked I, last week about when is Tua coming in, and I gave my opinion on that. If you wanted to win, why didn't you start Tua from the get-go? Well, me, well okay, let me tell you this. If you're going to lose the games anyways, you might as well let him get some experience. But now you're going to bring him in, what, week six, week seven, the numbers are, whatever. I mean, the Sun Sentinel's down here calling for him. The Miami Herald's calling for him. You know, and it's like, okay, like, it it don't matter what the newspaper's opinions are. Brian Flores is the coach, you know, but I just think let him sit and let him watch. You know, if you wanted to win – you should have started in the beginning because the Bills are going to have a two-game lead in the division anyways. There's really no shot for a wild card to make the playoffs. So why are you going to put this guy out there when you're like, oh, we're in desperate need now to kind of see what he can do? You know what he can do. If you wanted to see what he could do, start him week one. All right. Let me, let me throw this at you. There's two roles in the world. One, you don't feed gremlins after midnight. Second, you don't play fits after four games. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> That's okay. I like that. <laughs> it's a funny line, but um, I, I, I think I, I've been hearing uh, Jeff out throughout last week and this week. And basically, I mean, it sounds to me like your logic is you think they're just going to pretty much treat this as a rebuild season and let him just kind of feel things out and learn off of Fitz and then start him next year with Tua. That's what the plan won't be pretty and right. Throw him like Josh Allen did. I mean, we the the second half after Peterman petered out. I mean, throw him to the Wolves and see what he does. You got the lines today, don't you, Paul? Yeah, Peterman well. petered out, and Peter pecked a pickle, pickle, pickle. Well, but is it is it, it really it, fair? Is it is it really fair to bring a quarterback in second half when you're down by 21 points and be like, okay, go play? Like, just personally, give me a fresh start of a game, you know. But 
okay, we're, we're one in three. Okay. You want me to come back and save your ass now? Like, no dude. Like, why did I start week one? Because, or if you want to, if you want to start me at a halftime, put me in week two or three, you know, after two interceptions. All right, Fitzy, you're done. You know, now you're going to yeah. wait till six or seven and like, okay, like, Oh, our goal is to make the playoffs. That's an unrealistic goal when you're down two games in the division as it is. Well, you're, you're one in three. You're not making the playoffs. So you want to do is develop the team and develop the team is putting two in, is my opinion. But go ahead. Fitz is awesome. He's great. If you want to continue to try to win, that's okay. But you can't try to win one in three in this league right now. My opinion. I'm sorry. If they want to give them experience, I'll go for experience. But you don't think, oh, we're going to make the playoffs all of a sudden, like when Tua comes in. No. You've already, you've already you burned the trash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. Who got left? Oh, the Bills. Yeah. I, really? Who, who wants to leave this? Anybody else want to leave this, or do you want me to? Well, oh, I, okay, I will. I think I said twenty-eight to twenty-one. Well, all right. Can anybody here, the three of us, uh, say who was the September offense player of the month? Not the week, the month. Any names? Anybody Uh, come to mind? Was it Patrick Mahomes? Hmm. No. No. Hmm. Was it Jackson? No. Was oh, it was Cam it's Newton, Tua, or Darnold? No, it wasn't Darnold. <laughs> it was not Darnold. He had mono again. Oh my, the kissing disease. <sighs> All those New York girls. Well, it was the guy who currently stands right now uh, as the number one passing yards in NFL, the whole NFL, the number one passing yards. It, yes, of course, it is Josh Allen. So, I mean, he, he's on a tear right now. Last year's comparison, he had six TDs um, in four games, um, a couple rushing. Now he has 12 TDs and four rushing touchdowns. So he's responsible for 16 touchdowns in four games, and he's thrown at 72% accuracy. Well, everybody said, he can't throw. Boom. That's what Buffalo is doing. I don't know what else. I mean, I don't have to tell you. I mean, their defense sort of sucking up, but they're coming back together. They're getting better. They only allowed three yards per rush last game. So we'll see how that, what happens. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the non-tenancy game or not. We'll find out. Any comments, Buffalo guys? Well, I think they're doing solid. I'll just give you congratulations because I know how long y'all been in the cellar and how long y'all been waiting for this moment. So I will give 100% props to you guys rebuilding and, you know, capitalizing on a good draft pick. Yeah, everybody everybody said you guys suck and bad pick and all stuff. But anyway, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's a good feeling. I love Monday mornings and uh, Monday morning radio, actually. So, but yeah, you know, like I said, uh, the division roundup. Um, Buffs four and zero. New England's be two and two. Miami's one and three. Jets four. I mean, AFC looks like it's in Buffalo's hands right now. 
But they have a really tough run. We get Tennessee next week. None of their key players are COVID. Uh, then we got, oh, uh, we got Kansas City right after that in a short week. Then we got well, New England Patriots. So it's going to be a really tough run. And then we also to- have the Jets in between that. I know you skipped that. <laughs> so it's going to be a tough three weeks. I, I hope we go um, 50% on that. If that, we're fine. We lose one or two, it's fine. I mean, just I want one of those three. Sam, I'm actually going to root for you guys next week against Tennessee because, um, once again, um, the Dolphins' former quarterback, Tannehill, plays for Tennessee, I believe. Yeah. And uh, didn't do jack crap for the Miami Dolphins. So, you know, we can just whip him. That'd be freaking awesome, you know. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I don't think it was him. I think it was the coach. You know, once the coach left, too, you know, he had Gase as his coach. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. You you have, you have a your your coach is a, a Belichick dude, so you, you're in good shape. So anyway, you guys want to do picks? Yeah, let's go for it. You want to uh, start off, Paul? Uh, let's see. Buffalo loses against Tennessee. I hate to say that, but um, you know the, they've rested two weeks. <laughs> I mean. Is that a trap game for y'all? That's a trap game. Uh, they've rested too. I, I like to be, but Buffalo won't make it through it because Buffalo's been riding high. Um, they, they deserve a down a down week. So I hate to say that. Uh, yeah, New England. Go ahead. You got a lot of Belichick there in the Titans right now too. Yep, we do. So anyway, I think Miami should be who what. Well, what's class. the score? What's what's your score prediction on that? Well, we can do scores, really. Yeah, well, we're all, uh, it, we all it, it's through. 2023. How about that? Okay. It's going to be low game. It's going to be defensive. It's going to be ugly, and uh, it's going to be boring. So. <laughs> I don't mind a defensive game. I find that kind of I, – I don't find that boring myself. What do you, what do you think of the game? Uh, well, I'm going to go 17-21 Titans. Just, Good. just to, just to pray for a loss for the Bills, so the Pats can get the AFC title somehow. Um, they need to lose at some point, damn it. Um, oh, that's what do you think uh, there, uh, Jeff? Well, so, so last week, Perry, I picked the um, the Patriots to win tonight, but now that Cam's out, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Now that we got like two episodes in between this one game because of this issue. So, uh, no, I mean, I think, you know, I think Josh Allen's going to keep on doing his thing. And like I've already said, like, I don't want to see Tannehill win anymore. Um, Maybe I'm a little bitter. Maybe. I don't know. But so I'm going to go for the Bills and I'm actually going to go like 28, 21. Nice. All right. Go Bills. All right. OK, let's talk about New England tonight real quick. What do you think? I still think that this is going to be a loss for New England. I, I don't think they I, – I just – like Wouldn't I said last cool, week. Would that be cool? If the Pats won? Yeah. It would be ridiculous. I mean, with Hoyer starting, yeah, it's kind of weird. They're taking the field right now, actually, just saying. But it's – um yeah, it's – it's uh I, I just don't see it happening. 
they're away. It would be sweet. It would be sweet. And I'm the Patriots guy here. And I'm just saying, I, I don't see it happening. Um, I didn't see it happening last week. And the odds just got lower, even though Vegas didn't change their odds at all, which is weird to me. But yeah, that's oh, so score wise, I think it uh, is going to be a bigger deficit. I, I, I don't remember what I predicted last week. I think I said like both teams in the 30s. I think I think you'll still see like I think 31 out of the uh, Titans, uh, the Chiefs, and I think you might see 17 out of the Pats at most. Yeah, I'm thinking 34 to late 20. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe. So. All right, man. Okay, we got the Jets. Who they play? Well, no, you still got it. What's the scores for everybody else here? Is cut, yeah, you're cutting some, it short here. Let me give you some scores. I So I picked the Pats the last episode, but they didn't play, and now Cam's out. But I still think Belichick's a good coach and will not be embarrassed. So I'm going to actually call a pretty tight game. I'm calling 31-28. But it's going to be Kansas City now. Who are you going to throw to? Really? Oh, who, who, is, who, who is New England going to throw to? It, and can they just, throw? I'm just saying, you still got Belichick, man. You still got Belichick. Belichick and out there with his cute little uh, wife. I mean, his girlfriend. I'm just making the prediction. I'm just making a prediction. <sighs> All right. All right, man. I, I, I don't actually I'm going to readjust my, I don't think they'll break 20. Okay. Okay. So what, what do you want to move on to? You want to move on to the Jets? Sure. Why not? Okay. So the Jets are playing the Cardinals Sunday, 1 p.m. Uh, in New York. The Cardinals, I think, are a solid team. I'll pick first on this one. I think uh, I think you're gonna have zero to uh, uh, forty-eight, <laughs> and that's that's in favor of the Cardinals. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, my opinion is that they put some numbers on against uh, the last game, the Thursday night football game. And I think they're going to go and not too too bad. I think they're going to get 14 to 20. Yeah, they're going to lose, but 14 to 20. And their defense is not bad. They're not. Their front uh, is pretty good. So the, you know, the defensive line is pretty good. And the Cardinals like running the ball, which they won't be able to do against the Jets as they'd like. Yeah, they got DeAndre Hopkins, though. And Kyler Murray's not that bad at, at, right nope. now. Nope, no, no, I agree. Yeah. Jeff, what's your thoughts? This is Cardinals-Jets game? Yeah, in New York. Jets lose, Jets lose like uh, 2014. Okay. All right. All right. So, moving on, we have Miami. They're playing – so, okay, Jeff, yeah, here's your territory. We have Miami playing in San Francisco against the 49ers, 4 or 5 p.m. Sunday. Um, well, I'll let you lead in first with that, Jeff, since it's your team. Well, they got to make the flight out to San Francisco, which they always say the long flight. 
but Seattle came to Miami and won. So the flight really doesn't mean anything. Um, NFC team we're playing. I mean, you think Pitsy can actually pull one out finally? I mean, they're also the NFC champions, the reigning champs there. Right, right. So, I mean, are the Dolphins, do they want to win? Are they going to throw Tua? Tua's not going to start. There's been no, no. no. The, coach, the coach today said that Fitz is playing next week. Right, right. So, so here comes like two or three more INTs, and maybe we'll get five field goals again, and maybe we'll score 20 points and lose like 34-20. All right. Um, <laughs> this is my upset the, special. Until the, and, until the Dolphins want to win, they're going to keep on playing Fitzy. This is my upset. I think the Dolphins will beat San Francisco. San Francisco just lost their ass last week. So, not yeah. a, not against a really good team either. So, what I, for? I, I think I think the Dolphins are going to win this week. I'm going to go uh, 28-24. Uh, okay, so I, I, I'm thinking. So here's the thing. I think it's going to be closer than it would be. See, because yeah, last year's 49ers was a very different team. Mostly, a lot of the players are the same, but a lot of them are injured still. Like they are a very banged up team this year, or and a lot of them are just coming off of injury. With that being said, I think it's going to be a close game. I'm simply going to give them home field advantage at this point and call it 21-17, 49ers. But I think it's going to be a very close game, and it's just – that's my thoughts. It's a banged-up 49ers. Fitz magic. No one's really injured there. You're good. Totally different from uh, 49ers. Yeah, so. but they're away. All right, we'll see what, what happens yeah. Yeah, I get right. you. That's where I'm just saying. That's my only tipping point is is is, is that West Coast away <laughs> factor. I, I will put some stock into that today. Um, so then we have the Bills, Bills Titans Sunday at 1 p.m. Uh, in Tennessee. If the game happens. If the game happens, do yeah. is your prediction just like last week? Where you predict yeah, the game will I, not I, happen. Yeah. Well, one more person out of 18 people not showing up positive is, is the odds are that it's not going to happen. Yeah, well, because also the two weeks thing. Uh, yeah, well, no, you have to be eight days is the incubation period. And okay. it's it's two to eight days. And we're they're going to they're going to go out of the eight days. If someone shows up positive tomorrow, you got to go another eight days. So the game is killed. So Anyway, then you can't do it again or extend it because they're playing Kansas City on Thursday night. So then you're looking at another week at the end of the season that the NFL will create to fit all so these people. You're looking at a potential week 19 in your mind oh well no that would be a week 18 because week 18. they already yeah they're already using up all the bye these, week on the Titans yes, Steelers game. all these bye things going on instead of making two bye weeks during the season they're gonna make the bye week at the end of the season so gotcha. i mean then all, all the makeup games will be that final week if everything works out 
And if it doesn't work out, they'll do two bye weeks at the end of the season. They'll extend it two did they, weeks. Did they build in some extra weeks between, between the playoffs and regular season to make mm-hmm. up? They did a little. Not, not totally. Not total. Man, what do they do about if they have to change the date of the Super Bowl with everybody already having all their reservations? Uh, they, they already handled that. Um, they handled it out to a month uh, on in, in Tampa. So they got every Sunday for a whole month at Tampa Bay Stadium. Okay. So they're fine with that. My just, issue, uh, so your ticket's just good for all those games. Yeah. And then the problem is everybody's like, Hotel reservations? Are they even going to have the fans there because of everything going on? Well, I guess. Uh, what are the rules in Florida right now on on that? Well, Jeff? everything's open in Florida right now. Okay, no, that's why well, I was asking Jeff because he's in. Florida. I think there was. I think they're doing like twenty five percent for sporting events. Yeah. I wonder if they've given seventy five percent of the ticket refunded yet. <laughs> Anyway, this is I'm going off on a whole separate tangent that's not for another four or five months. But um, okay, so what yeah. are we doing next week? Uh, we'll so, be talking about. Well, okay, so Bills and Titans. You you predicted it won't happen. I'm gonna go with the Titans. Um, twenty eight, the Bills twenty one. What's your score on that? If 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 you think it's even gonna happen, Jeff. I mean, I'm going against the Titans because I don't like Tannehill. You know, a little biased. <laughs> it's a bad brother-in-law, isn't it? I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do for me lately, dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I know. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't really don't. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna throw a score out there. I mean, as long as Buffalo wins, I don't really care. Um, I think Josh Allen's gonna go off again, and I'll see him stopping. Um. I mean, I'm going to call like 28 23. 28 23. And that's Buffalo. I got you. All right. Now, I guess we're going to have to move on over to the Steelers here. Um, as we always do, we don't really cover them, but we make a pick on the Steelers game due to our ge- geography here in Western PA. So that's the Eagles at Steelers. So a Pennsylvania game. Um, 1 p.m. Sunday. Um, that's kind of a tough one. I I, I still. 20 to 34. I, I mean, they're gonna eat them up. The defense is yep. so good. They are. The Steelers, I, you're predicting? Yeah, and the Eagles suck so bad right now. Sorry about that. My language. Yeah, I I do think that. Um, I think the Steelers also have that home field advantage, although it's less so in in Pennsylvania than other places. But um. I'm looking at a travel. Yeah, they don't get on the plane. They don't do the hotel. That's good. So yeah, so the Chiefs just put up three on New England. Anyway, so that's the little update there. Is that game's happening live now? But um, so but as far as the Steelers go, yeah, I do believe the Steelers will win this one. Um, I'm I'm thinking uh, twenty-eight twenty-one. Um, Steelers. Can can I be honest with you? Yeah. Steelers are only good until Roethlisberger gets hurt, and which will yep. happen. I agree. 
Yeah, but Tommy John surgery is a miracle thing. I mean, a lot of pitchers, uh, it's like it the new what job happens, in the MLB. It happens next. He, uh, I guarantee he'll be hurt by week eight. Guaranteed. Okay. All right. So don't, don't don't put all your eggs in Steelers basket right now. And everybody knows that too, by the way. Well, we yeah. we brought this up a few episodes ago, uh, making predictions on when Ben win, and it was the first night game, and Ben came back, and I think Ben's renewed. But just like Paul said, they're only as good as Ben is. So. If Ben stays healthy, I see them going deep into the playoffs again and possibly a Super Bowl run. Um, and the Eagles suck. We just all said that. So, I mean, it's going to be 28-14. All right, man. <clears throat> I said it before, I can't bet against Pittsburgh because my roommate's from Pittsburgh, and I would get evicted if I ever picked somebody outside Pittsburgh. Make it yeah. step light or something like that. I got you. All right, man. Okay, man. Uh, next right. week, guys, same time, same channel. Yep, and we'll have this well, one up on a on a uh, Monday. We're I get, we're gonna try to keep this as a Monday thing from here yeah. on out because that just that Tuesday recording just did not work out as far as upload goes with I mean, my work Let me just bring up some just real quick, kind of on topic, off topic. Um, you got to start thinking some of these teams now are thinking about draft picks with the draft. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you suck, like, why try to win? Um, I mean, like the Dolphins. I mean, if you're going to have a losing season, Kobe why would you risk, why would you risk trying to win some games to move your, your drafting selection? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, I get you. All right, well, this has been another – episode of the AFC East by NAFCO um, covering week four of the NFL season. The uh, Our sponsors today is Dakota, the Dubois Area Council on the Arts, and West PA Systems, your 21st century electrical build uh, engineer. Anyway, it's been great having you on, Jeff and Paul. And uh, Peace out.